Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. A new report from the ESRI recently showed that barely a third of Irish people under the age of 40 own their own home. And Ireland actually has one of the largest gaps in home ownership between younger and older people. This is right across Western Europe, according to these figures out today. When you hear of the cost of living constantly been talked about um, and issues around affordability and supply, it's probably not all that surprising in Ireland. But it is quite interesting when you look at the impact it can have... um, on young people as adults moving back home with their parents and also, I'm sure too, on their their parents as well. Brian Jordan is the president of the TU Dublin Students' Union. Brian, you yourself are living at home with your parents. How do you find it? I mean, first of all, there's the usual things. There's a lack of privacy and lack of independence, but it's also a huge pressure. It's like people like me, when you're compared to your parents, you know, would have moved out at 17 or 18 and I've noticed as well as a lot of students in TU Dublin, they can't really develop as a young adult in the same way to move out because you'll interact less with people who might have diverse views. And we've seen how problematic that can be with, you know, the rise and far-right protests and things like that. But as well, I think it does create a disparity between, you know, wealthier students who can afford to move out versus those who can't afford it because a lot of students would choose colleges that they're able to get to every day. And if you're living down in Mayo, you're not going to be able to attend Trinity or UCD or TU Dublin if you're living that far away. Do you think that, you know, in terms of the effect that it can have, um, on, like on your personal life, Brian, I mean, how, how, much, how much is that impacted? Well, it was very difficult at times when I was uh, in earlier years to engage with, say, societies or clubs of the Students' Union. Now, I have to commute maybe an hour and a half, and I suppose I made that work. I would have gotten very little sleep, but I managed to do it. But now students now are commuting even longer distances. And, you know, it means they can't attend things like, let's say, even nighttime events, like social events. But let's say there's as well, like, a rally against something that they find, like, I don't know, the cost of living. They can't attend that because they have to get home by 5 p.m. and then they have to go to the part-time job. And it means as well that there's less of a student voice in society at the moment. And then, of course, you know, if they're spending hours traveling and I noticed myself as well it was really difficult to study or get assignments done because you're constantly working on a bus or a train or a Lewis to try and meet deadlines when you're commuting for so long. Adam is with us too Brian Um, what's college life at home been like for you Adam? Uh, Yeah it's good Um, I mean it's very different you know I I live quite close to the college but um, you know there's different issues as well um like i'm an underprivileged student myself so trying to you know be able to work and then still find time to come home you know spend time with family and stuff like that it's it's really hard so just just cl- clarify adam sorry what is your living situation You're so i'm living with my family right now yeah and are you close to where though the college is I am. I'm only about 40 minutes to an hour away, okay. which isn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but it's a massive issue for me now if I'm going on um, to an event or something like that that's running late. Um, you know, buses to the area get cancelled with antisocial behaviour and stuff like that. And I'm just kind of stranded some nights, which isn't fantastic. What about the university and, and supports to people, you know, that I'm just even thinking whether you're maybe in a busy home or maybe for, for some, if other siblings have moved out of the houses, um, you know, it might be maybe a quieter spot. But like, are there supports at all? Yeah, I mean, there's an awful lot of supports. Um, like the DCU is just quite good um, when it comes to that. Like I'm on the laptop scheme myself. Um, so I have a computer so I can actually attend university. And one of the new things that they brought in um, is the Access Fund, um, which actually started. Um, it's a fund now where there's money set aside for students who, you know, maybe can't afford to go on um, society trips 
or pay society membership or go to events and stuff like that, especially with the cost of living. Um, it just means that it's more accessible to people. Um, yeah. What about you, Mark? You're in a similar situation. Yes. Yeah, so I'm currently living at home in Trim with my family and like every day for college, I'd have to commute three kind of four hours each day. But the last bus to Trim is at quarter past 11. So that means that I can't attend a lot of those late evening society events because of the fact that I have to be home by a certain time because I won't be able to get home otherwise. And are many of your your friends and other classmates in, are they in a similar position? Yeah, like a lot of my friends see our course is kind of very diverse. Like it, people would be from like Mayo, Monaghan, Donegal, that they are facing issues not even with transport, but also with their accommodation. That a lot of students even they do be going home on the weekends and they have to try and uh, find the travel because a lot of people will be going home at the weekend that a lot of them nearly feel like they can actually get a bus home because a lot of them are full when they're coming. And even with uh, accommodation, there's just such a scarcity with it that so many students actually can't find proper accommodation that is near enough the college. One of the texts in here from from a listener, Brian, says it's not just about living close to a college. So much of your personality during that period is actually based on living with new people in that college lifestyle. At least it was certainly in my day in the 90s. You have such a different experience, which shapes you just as much as the education did. Uh, Our young people are are missing out. I'm sure you see that, Brian, like through the, the university and through to you, Dublin. You asked, like when I talked to my parents, they would have spent their time, you know, in various accommodations and they would have met with so many different types of people that would have become the lifelong friends. But if you say are in a secondary school in your local area, let's say an all boy or an all girl school, and then you're still only hanging out with them, it really just hampers you actually developing as a person and seeing other viewpoints. Like, let's say, for example, even like uh, many LGBTQ students, if they come from areas that might be more rural, that typically might not have the same views as the average Dublin population. It can be really difficult for them to come out because they don't feel safe and then they can't even experience or come go out at night or explore that. Another listener in 087-1400-106. I've heard of students living in their cars doing several hour long commutes a day. Is it even worth going to college if this is the situation? Um, this texter says it's about, yeah, it's, we're about to head into the student term time again. And this is about to get an awful lot worse. Why don't we rent out rooms a lot more? Digs used to be used um, an awful lot more in years gone by. Then why have we stopped that? Like, I mean, the other side of this, I suppose, Brian, is, you know, both yourself and, and Mark and Adam are talking about it from the perspective of students today. But I mean, even when you complete college courses, like there's, there's, there is the issues now around affordability and even being able to buy a house at all. Yeah, absolutely. We need, first of all, like I see that with TU Dublin, I feel like they're not even being fully transparent. They released a cost of living guide that said rent would be 685 euro a month. And then when I questioned that, they did say that, oh, in the footnote, this specifies the average rent for Ireland. But as a university called TU Dublin, I would argue that's misleading. But I moved out briefly for a period and it was 900 euro rent. And that was the only place I got after a month of, you know, constant daft emails, things like that. 
I mean, you mentioned Diggs. I uh, you know in the past would have heard about people using it more often, but like we've seen even with the controversy around recently, yes, Fianna Fáil minister who was basically abusing an international student with insane rent rates and then the rules around even using the kitchen. And there is no legislation actually around those students so that, and the young adults at large that are completely unprotected. I see Simon Harris, the education minister, was out today making the point, Brian, around people. Um, you can you can get up to what is it? Earn up to fourteen thousand, isn't it, before tax for renting out a room in a housing situation, um, and that it's open to I think uh, council housing as well, uh, according to some of the comments that were made today. But like, do, do you see more and more people now opting for the dig scenario, or are you getting more offers from home, homeowners about that? We're not getting offers ourselves. I mean, we don't have on-campus accommodation in TU Dublin, but we're seeing more and more students have these horror stories because they can't find it else because we have, let's say, purpose-built student accommodation. It's just so wildly extortionate. Like, I think at the moment I looked up a few prices around Dublin, it's like 1100 minimum a month. And the worst thing is TU Dublin can't even build its own purpose-built accommodation. And I won't get into the logistics, but essentially they don't, can't borrow money the way, say, Trinity or UCD can. And even if they can, it's at a higher interest rate. So basically, it would be so expensive for TU Dublin to build accommodation that is affordable for students. They just can't do it at the moment because of legislation. Do you intend, Adam, like are you, have you, you know, do you hope at any point to to try and get student rental accommodation closer to the college? It's so, so stressful. Um, I mean, even aside from that, I'd be worried about trying to move out at all before I'm like in my 30s. You know, like that, that's, that's such a, a real concern. Um, like I, I, I would love to live in student accommodation because um, I and not to glorify it either, because I know some student accommodation, just it's terrible and students are taken advantage of. But even just to experience the social aspect of college, you know, like more where you're able to go out and you're able to enjoy yourself and you, you don't need to worry about commutes, even in terms of academically, you know, being able to if you have a test in the morning, stay up that bit later to study and then go in earlier. Um, like I, I would love it, but it's just in no way financially feasible mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I, I unfortunately don't think it ever will be. Um, like uh, trying to get any sort of accommodation out, even after college now, is going to be a massive, massive stress. What about for you, Mark? I mean, it's just, is it just the case of like every time you, you go and you look at um, any of the listings for student accommodation that they're just, it's just beyond reach? I think kind of yeah that it's so hard to find kind of affordable housing that's actually feasible for students that students have to prioritize their study a lot of students nowadays are having to prioritize like a part-time job like I know myself and a lot of my friends they were prioritizing their actual work over their studies because they just didn't have enough money to be able to pay for accommodation, to pay for travel, to pay for like essential uh, costs like food, like stuff like that, that it shouldn't be a case where the students have to prioritise the actual work over their studies. Like students go to college to learn that they shouldn't have worries about how are they going to fund it, how are they going to actually get there, that it should be a case where students feel comfortable coming to college and actually being supported, not even just by the college, but also to be supported by the government too. What about you, Anna? You, 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 you've got in touch about this. What's, what point did you want to make? Okay, so my son is going into second year in university in Limerick and we live in a rural area. 
So there's no public transport for him to get in and out of college. So he's relying on lifts from his dad, bringing him in and out when his dad is going to work. So like that, he isn't getting the full college experience. You know, after six o'clock, he has to come home. And um, as what the previous caller was talking about in regards to part-time jobs as well, that's a huge issue for him. You know, we had an option for him to uh, get some accommodation closer to town, but he just couldn't get a job. He doesn't have any work experience, so he couldn't get a job. So we weren't able to fund him ourselves completely, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, um, living in town, but he just couldn't get a job himself. And as well as that, like the previous caller said, you know, his um, his course is really study intensive. So if he does get a job, it will affect the grades that he gets. You know, so kind of it's a lose lose. You know. Yeah, like it's it's there. You know, I'm, I'm sure you see the impact, Anna, on you know on him on this as well. Well, yeah, you know, and especially during the summer now, um, because he hasn't been like he's been looking for a job all summer, and he's been going for interviews, and companies haven't even gotten back to him to tell him he didn't get the job. You know, so even even getting a summer job has been virtually impossible for him. You know, and like I see it kind of it impacts him hugely socially in college that he isn't able to go out in the evenings. You know, and he, he isn't able to like socialise with his friends in the evenings mm-hmm. in college because he has to go home because it's it's too too much of a drive for my husband to kind of come home in the evening and then go back and collect him and come home again. You know, it's a big ask. So, you know, we do it sometimes but you know, it's just like it would be just so much easier if there was accommodation available and it was affordable. Well, it's funny you mention that. There's a text in from a listener who says, my cousin is a student at Queen's in Belfast and pays £300 sterling a month for a flat share. Like, there's absolutely no way you'd get anything close to that, you know, in, in Dublin or Cork or I'm sure even in Limerick either. Um, another texter, it's crazy in the south of the country as well. The students aren't getting the full experience, completely missing out as well, says this texter on the whole college life and all that goes with it. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.